Hey everybody, welcome back to Five Songs or Less. Dante just got up to go pee, so you're only listening to Danny right now. Uh, This time around, I, Danny, now a whopping 40 years old, have quote-unquote punished Dante with the band Illudium, whose album came out, uh, second album, second full-length album, came out on October 15th, the day after my birthday. Tried to listen to it on the way home from our trip that my wife and I took. But uh, where we were driving, we got no reception. So it kept playing the first three songs on the album because those are the only ones that had been downloaded and just kept repeating those over and over again. Hopefully Dante doesn't have to take a long pee and he comes back soon. But I I do hope that he takes the time to wash his hands because that would be gross. I don't, he changed the angle of where he sits. And so now I'm looking toward his bed and his electronic drum set and his window where he sat before I could see his doors. So he has a door into his bathroom and he has a door out to the rest of his, his apartment. And so I could see when he was coming back and I could like make fun of him or whatever, or the way he walks or something. But now I can't do that because I'll see him right before he sits down. Hey, there he is. Dante's back. See, I didn't know before that, and he always surprises me. He's got a nice sweater on. What's up with that sweater, buddy? This looks pretty nice. Thank you. It was a, a gift. Uh, Shuge's girlfriend gifted this to me a few months ago. Oh. Uh, I believe it was her brother's. Um, oh. And it is, well, I don't know much about sw- Ben, what are you trying to eat? Uh, no, you motherfucker. <laughs> Ben trying to get in on Dante's bag of Funyuns. Nobody fucks around with Dante's Funyuns. Am I right? You said it best. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know how much you know about the, uh, you know, the big Irish, they call them, what, Aran? A-R-A-N? Aran sweaters? I, don't know. I believe this like actually is from... Ireland. It's oh. it's very nice. I love I love these types of sweaters. I love boy, I got some big ass waves going on. Um big ass waves. Big ass waves. I love these types of sweaters, but I feel like cuz it's you can't wash them. Mm-hmm. And like so I don't know how people have these sweaters for like years and years and years and they don't just get like weirdly like stretched out and like how do you like maintain their shape is my kind of my know. fear. We're gonna find out. This will be a, a week by week investigation. First of all, I got a I got a bunch of these sweaters. I'm not gonna wear the same one every day. I don't. Maybe I, that that is kind of my dream is to just be a cartoon character and wear the same outfit every day. Oh, sure, sure. You God. just open your closet and it's green sweater, green sweater, green sweater, green sweater. I mean, that's I believe that exact shot exists in the Doug universe. Where he oh, sure. Has Sure. It has the, it's like a white, is it a white t-shirt or a white like short sleeve button up with I think the green it's a sweater vest? I'm going to Google it real quick. And he has brown shorts? Shorts or cargo, cargo pants? No, brown shorts. Brown shorts. Oh yeah, there he is all wrapped Boy, up with his dog. He was, he was dressed like a real weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sweater vest. Sweater vest with shorts, 
uh, let's not look past the fact that he's bald. Yeah, he is bald. <laughs> hey, kids. <laughs> yeah, what was... See, I, I loved Nickelodeon, Doug. Uh, one of, like, my all-time favorite, you know, kid cartoons. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely thought it was terrible on Disney and did not follow it to Disney. Um, oh, did it? It went to like Come back Disney or something. Well, when it left Nickelodeon and went to whatever like Disney's, you know, Saturday morning block uh-huh. was, or I can't remember. But uh, Doug was voiced by someone different. Oh, um, it's never good when they do that. Never good. But um, yeah, Doug, uh, really interesting outfit. <laughs> yeah, um, that song's great. Mm-hmm. I still have a reminder on my phone that someday we're going to do a TV theme oh, themed yeah. episode. Sure. And Doug, Doug is for sure on there. Doug's a good one. Um, it would be hard not to do like all Nickelodeon shows mm-hmm. for me because I, I certainly think about those a lot. And there was a lot Nick of in the '90s, man. That was their heyday. Do you remember Rocco's Modern Life? Oh, of course. That had a really good song. Spunky! <laughs> and what does Heifer say? Oh. Um, like, it's a hoot or something oh, like yeah. that? It's a hoot! Is that what he says? Something yeah. like that, yeah. Oh, the show was so good. I watched an episode of that like on YouTube a couple months back. And uh-huh. I was like, man, this was fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. But like, did you watch was, the the comeback? They did like a movie or something like that, like a couple years ago. A couple years ago? Yeah, very recently. Rocco's Modern Life, Life movie. movie. Rocco's Modern Life Static Cling mm-hmm. from 2019. It's 45 minutes on Netflix. Uh, Danny. Yeah. Do you need to take a break? Uh, talk to you later. <laughs> Okay, here's a promise. I'm going to watch this today. Sweet. Rocco's Modern Life Static Cling. Does it have all the same mm-hmm. all the same like voice actors? Mm-hmm. It does. I believe so. Streaming television special based on continuation of Rocco's Modern Life. Airing 23 years after the original series finale. Holy smokes. After being stuck in space for 20 years, what happened at the end of the series? I did not remember this. They launch Rocco to the sun. It's it's really good. Um, we could do oh, a, awesome. You saw it. We could do a bonus episode where we talk about it. I don't fucking know. Yeah. I mean, we talk about all sorts of bullshit. So why yeah, not? we do. Yeah, we do. Hey, that's right. I forgot. Um, Rocco. Mm-hmm. Is a Sac State alum. Really? Yeah. Like uh, the voice actor? Yeah, uh, Carlos. Or Alas the Rocky. actual Rocco. <laughs> no, the actual Rocco that the character is based off of <laughs> it, it is a Wallaby, the the first Wallaby in his family to graduate from college. No, it's um, Carlos. Hold on, I just had his name up here. I got to look at it while I say it. Carlos Alas Rocky, who was on Reno Nine One One. Oh, yeah, he was a Sac State guy. I did not know that. Let's see. Born in New York. How did he get to Sac State? I wonder he how moved, anyone comes to Sacramento that isn't born here. He moved with his family to Concord, California. What's up, Contra Costa County? 
<laughs> Sac State from 82 to 86. Jeez Louise. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, when we were just, well, when I was just a little baby and you, you were, you were born in 86. Seven. Seven. Barely. You were just a, a glint in your dad's eye, your mom's eye, your parents' eyes. Okay. <laughs> Somewhere in between there. <laughs> well, it's the genitals, but yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, know yeah. how it works. Yep. You want to talk oh, about, that, you want to that, talk about that, your parents' genitals for a little while? <laughs> Our parents' episode just came out last week, so. Well, what? It, actually, actually, in the future, but when this comes out, it'll have been last week. I thought we were doing new metal. No, you told me parents. I asked you, do we release the parent episode or do we release new metal? And you said parents. Hmm. If you say so. I do say so. I started listening to it just a little bit and I was like, oh yeah, I remember saying those things. Hmm. Yep. You're right. I said, I vote parents. Yep. yep. I have Danny, something that you might, you can make use of. Uh, when I got two out of the three shirts I was supposed to get from thigh catafolk. Am I saying that right? Is it thigh, thigh catafolk? It's thigh catafolk. Thigh <laughs> It's where you place your dead thigh. Uh huh. I got a picture. You can put it down now. Uh, they gave me this. It's some compilation that you can access or redeem. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they. I, I threw them out, but for so first of all, I got two out of the three shirts I ordered. Yes. What is that other uh, shirt? It doesn't even look like a thigh 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 shirt. Shuga's girlfriend says it looks like a Matrix. shirt. It does. It absolutely looks, I mean, it's got an M on it and it looks like. It's shitty, like yeah. globby 2000 digital bullshit. Um, it looks like a spine shank, like insert yeah. to a CD. It's because they knew we talked about the Matrix on the Thy Catafalque episode. And so they're like, yeah. well, they're into the Matrix. We're just going to send them this one instead. So I don't know for sure what that is. Like the the shirt that I was supposed to get, which was the cool Pagany Antlers one. Mm-hmm was for the album Meta. Yes. There's an M on this shirt. I don't know if that's related. <laughs> um, I do not recall seeing that shirt anywhere on the, the Thy Catafolk page. I guess I could have just gone to like every band. You could do a reverse image search. How do I do that? You, uh, If you are on your computer and you go to Google, let me see. Let me go to... Spell it. So <laughs> if you go to Google.com... Mm-hmm. Dot com. There we go. Uh, I could have fucking already done this and already. And go to images. And then you can uh, click the little search by image and you can like search the image. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Click on a little camera. Yeah. I don't have that image ready to go though. Well, let's do it. I'm going to do it on my phone. I can do it on my phone, I think. Okay, I'm just going to go to, uh, I'm on the Seasons of Mist shop, and I'm just going to We'll see who bands. gets there first. I don't even know where to, where, where do I get to click bands? Yeah, I think you're going to win this one. That's okay. So they have a band on Seasons of Mist called Cannabis Corpse, and I was going to bring this up oh, because yeah. there was a couple uh, sheets of paper in the packaging for my t-shirts mm-hmm. that had like other albums that I might be interested in or other merchandise. And I looked up Cannabis Corpse, 
and uh, maybe you're already familiar with them. I don't know how big they are, but it's just like basically seemingly can Cannibal Corpse like parody. Mm-hmm. Like they'll take whatever the Cannibal Corpse album is and make it uh, weed related. Yeah, yeah. As you do. Is it? Do you know? Is it just? Is it Cannibal Corpse songs that are I then just like? I don't totally know. Um, oh, Gojira's on Seasons of Mist, I guess. Uh, in in uh, classic Danny fashion, uh, I always thought it was Seasons of the Mist until very recently, as in like probably a couple weeks ago. That's fine too. Seasons of the Mist. It's like Seasons of Season of the Witch. Yeah. So, Danny, if we were hanging out and uh, I just started going. You would know what that is, right? I do know what that is. I totally, like subconsciously, not mindfully, will do that once every couple days around Shuge's girlfriend. And I, she kept asking me what that was, and I'm just like, don't worry about it. And then I finally, I played it for her, and I believe, just so like she knew what it was, not like, hey, like you'll like this. I played it for her, and I think her reaction was no more than, hmm. <laughs> like, it was the uh, least interested mm-hmm. just acknowledgement. It fucking takes like two and a half minutes to get to that part of the song, too. So I was making that playlist for Shugay's Girlfriend uh-huh. because... Rightfully, she's a huge fan of A Favorite House Atlantic. Of course. And this was pre-having to date me. Um, it's not like I introduced her to that song or anything. Oh, okay. Um, but she had never like really delved too deeply into Coheed. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know that she would get big into Coheed, but I was like, well, maybe she'd at least like some of these songs. So I thought, But by the way, if we're look, talking about full catalog, spoiler alert for... Uh, Coheed Decembria. Uh, if we're talking full catalog, I'm not that into Coheed. But <laughs> true, true. If it's a targeted strike, ooh, baby. But uh, Coheed has so much bullshit at the beginning and end of their songs. I know. Um, when you put it in a playlist, it's like, Jesus Christ, like none of these songs flow together because like a song will end. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then it's like, good morning, Justin. <laughs> mission is such. And it's like, God damn it. Like... <laughs> I think they just they ran out of the thy catafalque shirt that you wanted and they just yeah. happened they like found this other shirt with an M on it on the side of the road. They're like, well, we'll just send him this one and he won't notice the difference. <laughs> Cause I don't see He's a metal friend a metal fan from Wyoming. He's gotta be dumb as shit. Yep, yep. What the fuck? But oh anyway, so there is a happy ending to that shirt story though. Okay. Um so I emailed Seasons of Mist Shop. Mm-hmm. And was like, hey, uh, this is wrong. Yeah. And I got an automatic response that said, we'll get back to you in five to seven business days. Noice. And I was like, is there one dude? Is this like yep. just how metal merch shops work where there's one dude? But I did get a response the next day okay. that said, whoopsie, we don't know how we did that, but we fucked up. <laughs> we don't Our know bad. where that we'll shirt s- came from. Well, that shirt's haunted. It just keeps showing up. You'll you'll throw it away. It'll appear back in your closet. Sorry. But um Yeah, they're gonna send me the correct shirt they said. Oh, sweet. And I don't have to I don't have to send this 
terrible shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This shirt is awful. It's a bad shirt. It's it's not a good shirt. Hold on. Let me get it. You can take a screenshot for... uh, I can't just post the picture of you wearing the shirt with your little thumbs down. I didn't wear it. I just put it on me. I just draped it on me. Oh, you didn't? You weren't actually wearing it? No. I haven't worn any of those shirts yet. I I just kind of like put it up against me. Speaking of... Uh, clothing and things that are up against you. This is uh, why am I trying to do a segue? I just want to ask you about your hoodie. Yeah, I like your hoodie. Thanks. I went on a trip for like the first time, and I don't know how fucking long. No kids. God damn it! it we miss them though a lot. Was it one or two nights? One. What we were there away. for like twenty four hours, maybe. <laughs> we, why? Why'd you cut it so short? Mainly because when I was booking the room, I couldn't get two nights in a row. At the place we stayed. And then we fucking get there and it says vacancy on the sign. And we had already planned on one. And there was there was a, a moment where we were like, maybe we'll stay one extra day. And we could have. It was great. We went to Fort Bragg, California, which we'd never been to before. I've definitely been through it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm, I think I've even stopped at a Starbucks there. They have Starbucks. Is it the one in the shopping center? And then you can like kind of see the ocean? Uh, yeah, there's a Safeway like right across the street. Come on, come on, jog your memory. <laughs> I I have a very fuzzy memory of being like 21, 22, and on the way to or from Portland, mm-hmm. we went through Fort Bragg and maybe stopped at a Starbucks, but hmm. we could have been any of those little towns yeah. along the coast. So were you on, are you, were you on 101 for quite a while? Just a little bit. You, um, the way you have to go from here is you go up, this is going to be really fucking riveting content for everyone. You go up by five. North. Wait, hold on, hold on. Hey man, it's that classic SNL sketch with a total piece of shit Fred Armisen. Yep, yep. The Californians, that's how we talk when we talk about driving true. through fucking You're gonna Yuba County. You're going to take the five. And then you're going to take the 20. Oh, you merged onto the 20? Yeah, I took the 20 to Willits, where we stopped at a Taco Bell and uh, uh, shared a bathroom. Both times we went through Willits. And both times we opened the door and there was someone waiting for the bathroom out, out waiting right outside the door. And a, a man and a woman walk out. Can I give you, uh-huh. first of all, gross. Whatever. Can I give you the best life hack? Sure. I can. Okay. So the, this, is a, this is a simple one, and I, you have to have just the most minuscule amount of guts mm-hmm. to do this because there's a slight bit of, uh, not shame, but you just have to walk and keep your head down and act like you belong there. Typically, if I need to go to the bathroom on the road... Mm-hmm. I'm not going to a gas station. Okay. Not going to a fast food place. Okay. I'm going to a motherfucking Holiday Inn, Comfort Suites. Oh. You just you hop in that lobby bathroom. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's all it's always clean. It's typically a lot more private because everyone staying at the hotel is using their room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah man. Lo- and let's be honest, especially if you know if this is a post Taco Bell stop. <laughs> You, you want that lo- hotel lobby bathroom? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is I, a good idea, Dante. When, when I went out to see to see you that trip last summer, when oh, I yeah, yeah, specifically yeah. out to see you, and uh-huh. I also coincidentally ran into my family. Um, 
Yeah, man. A lot, not a lot. I mean, it was only like a two day trip there and back, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, man, hotel bathrooms and you, you get that feeling like they know I, I don't have a room here, yeah. but like, but what, what are they going to do? Don't fucking no care. one's, no one's ever said anything to me. Yeah. I do it all the time now. Even just going from here to Casper, which is like two fifteen, maybe. Yeah. Uh, like I don't want to get to Shugay's girlfriend's house and immediately have to use the bathroom. <laughs> stop at stop at the hotel like fifteen minutes before I get to her place. Sure, sure. Uh, it's it's the best. It's I've I have very little to offer people in terms of advice or wisdom, but please please take this. This is a, a very good recommendation because Amanda does not like gas station bathrooms. It's always it's always got to sure, be fast food because it's it's the next level up. But yeah, fucking hotels. Yeah. Yeah, there. I mean, what typically if there's like a big, like, uh, what what are those where there's a bunch of highways all like intersecting and going all yeah all over the place? Yeah. What what are those called? Like, just junctions? Sure. I don't know. Yeah, junctions. Yeah, I think. but like these big highway junctions, and there's typically yeah, that's where you're gonna have your mm-hmm. your Wendy's and your McDonald's and some gas stations and probably a couple hotels. Yeah, yeah. Hit those hotels. That's what they are there for. Man. Man, mind blown. I hope this changes you, yeah. your life. Yeah, it's going to help on our next trip. Um, so anyway, back to directions. <laughs> so it, you, you went through Willits. You, you go through Willits and then you continue on uh, the windiest road I have ever driven on. It was fucking so tense. Like I was this like. Is heading, this is heading west, right? From Willits to the coast. Yes. I love that drive. It, it's super. I did that in, in a U-Haul one time. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, real fun with uh, my previous companion Mike on Gally? the in, in the. Yeah, Mike Gallo was curled up on the dash. Oh, that Mike. Okay. Yep, kitty cat. Aww. Stopped on. I, I I'll have to double check. I believe this is the same road. Um, because I was heading out to Humboldt County. Uh-huh. Stopped to like let him use the bathroom. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, I don't have like a leash, and I'm not gonna like assemble his litter box like on the <laughs> side of the road and like shove him in that and but like trap him in until i know he yeah yeah, it. yeah so i'm just like well i don't know put him like there was this like place where you can pull off the road uh-huh. but it's all just forest yep and he's like yeah i'm gonna slowly meander into the forest and then it was quickly like oh, no 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 <laughs> and i'm like hopping over like downed trees like trying, i'm just like in my head i'm like we're gonna like there's gonna be a fucking coyote yeah, or a wolf bear. or a bear um or something and, i mean obviously i eventually got him but it was a very tense like four minutes of like mike 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 <laughs> but luckily he was uh timid enough to not like yeah yeah, just, yeah bolt. just dart yeah yeah so yeah yeah good that's a good drive scenic drive but it yeah, was very it was beautiful it was fucking gorgeous but we were just so t- and every time I saw a car in in the rear view, I was like, okay, I'm gonna pull off. Okay, yep, you can go, because people drive so fast on those windy ass roads. Anyway, we got there. We checked. Our hotel was great. It was it was beautiful view. Uh, these oh, it was like sand and surf, fucking whatever. Um, mm, my favorite meals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's it's. Every every room there has a, a looks over the ocean and it's fucking gorgeous and it's got this walkway and uh, so we we got to town and we ate at some brewery which was it was okay and then we kind of walked around the downtown area a little bit 
and then we went to the hotel and fucking fell asleep at like five o'clock, four o'clock or whatever for 20 minutes, a half hour or something. And then we just walked along the, the we walked like a mile down to um, Sea Glass Beach, I think it's called. Okay. But it was pretty. I mean, there wasn't like the pictures made it look like there was sea glass like over the entire beach, like a mile of sea glass. But it was like this one little area. It was nice, though. It was a nice walk. And for for listeners who may be uh, mm-hmm. in landlocked states, sea glass and beach glass are similar but come from different types of water. It looks a lot like tumbled stones. Sea glass is physically and chemically <coughs> weathered glass found on beaches along bodies of salt water. Mm-hmm. These weathering processes produce natural frosted glass. Cool. Yeah. Uh, does it hurt to walk? No. I mean, I was wearing shoes, but it doesn't look like sharp glass or anything. <clears throat> I don't know that I've ever been on a sea glass beach. That's very cool. I wouldn't call it a sea glass beach. I would call it a, I mean, that's what it's called. But Nothing but sea glass as far <laughs> as the eye can see. Uh, sea glass, glass patch. Then we went to Taco Bell and we went to Safeway and got a little, I got a, a large cupcake and we got two candles that said four zero. Because I saw that you know, forty cute. fucking years old. You're a man. I'm, You're 40. <laughs> I'm officially a man. <laughs> You're familiar with that clip, yes? What? Oh, buddy. Uh-oh. All right. Uh oh. Here we. Well, I'm pulling this up. I will let you know that I am looking on Amazon uh-huh. uh, at a book that I'm gonna buy you. Fifteen. Oh, seven dollars used for the hardcover. Ooh. Uh, the Ultimate Guide to Sea Glass. Ugh. Finding, Collecting, Identifying, and Using the Ocean's Most Beautiful Stones by Mary Beth Buke. No, five stars, 600 and f- 604 ratings. Five stars, wow. You know what I, w- I will give five stars to? Five seconds of my summer. Fort Bragg. It was fucking great, man. We had a great time. The city was so cute. And... uh surprisingly progressive which i was not expecting i was expecting either a bunch of hoity-toity bullshit like when i lived in santa barbara or like backwoods trump flags all over the place and like every every business had like you know masks required instead of like masks suggested and everyone was wearing masks there was pride flags there was black lives matter posters like fucking it was great i loved it it was a bit run down which i was surprised about i thought it was going to be fancier but i loved it and i want to go back it reminded me of nevada city a little bit it but with water okay (laughs) don't tell fort bragg you said that okay (laughs) here is what i was referencing I, i i hope this comes through Oh, oh. I, You're familiar? I fucking sent you that gif, but I didn't know what oh, it was you did? from. Oh, so you've never like you've never seen it? No. Or, or, or it's just it's just worth hearing. Oh, I guess like fuck. You got to put it on I've seen the gif. You, so, you, yeah. yeah, you know what it looks like. All right, here we go. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh. So, I love it. I can't remember can't remember is, is that the same is that Mike Gundy? He's, uh, I think it is. Uh, he's still the football coach at Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Uh, racist piece of shit. Uh, a football player called him out for 
either I think he was wearing a is it OLN Ooh. shirt? Yeah. And then he was like I don't know, there's this big big stink about like Freedom. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. I just thought it was news or I don't know. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You um, watch that and you he, definitely think it's news. He's he stinks. Uh but uh this is like fuck, I don't know, 15 years ago. He was I think he was mad because there was some like something written about, you know, like criticizing his like a, a player or a few of his players and he was mad that like these things were being written by, you know, 20-year-olds or mm-hmm. about 20-year-olds or whatever. And that's why he was saying, he, he says, come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, just very, very funny. Hilarious. V- very funny to like, he's like, all right, I've claimed I'm a man. I guess I have to show my work. Yeah, yeah. My age? <laughs> It's better than like pulling out his dick or something like that. I, well, I was going to say, you know? like, I, I, I guess I could whip it out. But, you know, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean you're a man. Yeah, yeah. So because Mike Gundy, very, very thoughtful and progressive, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> uh, do you ever listen to the band Goat Torment? No. Never even heard of them. You just God, trolling down Season of the Mist website now? Yeah. Well, no, sorry. I'm on Season, season of Mist. I do kind of want to listen to... Ooh, well, I don't know. I always get a little uh, nervous when Nord is in the name, but uh, Nord Yevel, Nord J E V E L. Hmm. Oh nope, they got scary makeup, guys. Uh oh. Oh, and we went to the fucking uh, Mendocino Botanical Garden. It was gorgeous. That sounds lovely. I bet you that is something that because m- m- my parents. And my sister and I went to Mendocino when we were, my sister and I were pretty young. I bet you that's something uh, at least mm-hmm. my mom would have wanted to do. And mm-hmm. the rest of us were probably like, lame, dumb, let's go spend $50 on a yo-yo at this gift shop. <laughs> but yeah, Mendocino's great. I would love to go back to Mendocino. So did I tell you that Shuge's girlfriend and I are going to go to California? <gasps> and you're staying at my house. Cool. The whole time. Yeah, we'll, we'll f- <laughs> Sorry, Grandma. Um, you got to make it one more year because I'm not allowed to go any further west than this. Yep, yep. When? Probably mid-December. Yes. I, I, I think that's the plan. I haven't talked to my parents about it yet because I'm just waiting You're for... You're not sure if they'd want you there? Um, they're like, bring Shuge's girlfriend. <laughs> Drop you, her off. You can just drive around the block. <laughs> Anyway, tell me those directions again to Willits. <laughs> I actually forgot, everyone. I'm I'm sorry. You do take the five, but before that, if you're coming from my house, you're going to want to take the fifty-two. Not the fifty-two. 52 the fifty. No. Also, the alternative fifty. <laughs> All right, Danny. Hi. I got an overrated, underrated favorite. Least oh, favorite that's right. Okay, cool. Let's go. This, this might be a little hacky, and you can pass if you don't like it. Okay. You said but, that last uh, the, time, too. Yeah, well, I mean, always. There, there's no rules here. <laughs> um, this is something that came up a, a, a week ago with Shugay's girlfriend, and we, we got into it, and we had to go into separate rooms and cool down for a Ooh, while. uh-oh. Overrated, underrated, favorite, least favorite. Mm-hmm. Fast food fries. Ooh, fries in particular. 
Hmm. Overrated in and out. I don't know that you know what overrated means. I do. People I don't think in and out people fucking love them and swear by them. The top criticism about in and out is yeah, their burgers are good, but their fries suck. People I know plenty of people that are like, oh my god, their fries are so good. That doesn't mean they're overrated. That (sighs) means you know a few in and out. I'm just gonna Google in and out fries and see what comes up. The menu, sure. <laughs> How to order in and out fries that don't totally suck. That is the that is the first non in and outcom result. The four the, maybe the fourth or fifth result from the takeout.com. This is from March 30th of this year. Yes, in and out fries are bad. From in and out Reddit, why do in and out fries suck? <laughs> I yeah, man, I, I think the like the kind of majority normie opinion is in and out fries aren't very good. I thought so it was I'm, the exact opposite. No. Do you ever listen to Doughboys? No. Doughboys is a great podcast. If you're listening to this podcast, quit it. <laughs> Go over to Doughboys. I mean, all the episodes are good. All the guests are good. Except I think I think Rob Lowe was on an episode. Don't fucking listen to that mm, one. Okay. But you know how like epi- or episodes, uh, podcasts every once in a while, like they, they usually have guests that like are kind of in that scene or that seem appropriate mm-hmm, for that show. Mm-hmm. And then because a celebrity happens to be a fan or a publicist thinks this is a good opportunity, they get someone that's like way too famous, doesn't get the vibe of the show. Mm-hmm. And the whole episode is like different because they can't joke around or talk in the same way. Every once in a while, Doughboys will get one like that where it's like, oh, they really have to cater to this guest because they're yeah. too famous to be likable. Anyway, th- this topic comes up quite a bit on that. It, it, it's In-N-Out a fries. So the the podcast is about chain restaurants. Okay, not specifically fast food, but chain restaurants, mm-hmm. just in general. Um. But yeah, the the in and out fry discussion has definitely come up a lot. Where or one of the hosts, Nick Weiger, says he likes in and out fries, and the other host says, "No, you don't. You're lying just because you want to say that in and out is better." <laughs> but like, I I think this is yes. In and out fries have their defenders. I'm one of their defenders. I I do like in and out fries. I don't think they're like amazing mm-hmm. or the best, but I like them. But other people say they're like terrible hmm. Hmm. so th- this is you can have this opinion because of the bubble you live in sure but uh yeah i mean so all right, you're you're over one okay underrated underrated wait do you do you hate those fries or do you just not think they're as good as your friends say uh i just don't think they're as good as people i've heard say <laughs> wow so once people say they like in and out fries no longer your friend true True. <laughs> and this is also difficult because I don't eat at a lot of fast food places anymore because I don't eat meat. And so I'm trying to like remember back to when, cause I remember like fucking loving Wendy's fries way back when, but I can't remember the last time I had them anyway. Um, can I go with a place that doesn't exist anymore? <laughs> I, you know what? We're we're breaking ground here. Okay. Go for it. Oh god. This is hard, Dante. This one's hard. 
Star Wars was uh, easy. H- hard to listen to is what the listeners would say. <laughs> well, I'm going to edit a lot of this. Huh. Hmm. Huh. I'm going to edit a lot of that out. So the, th- this part of the show is just going to be overrated, underrated, favorite, least favorite, fast food <laughs> boom, fries. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> In-N-Out, Wendy's, Burger King, McDonald's. <laughs> On to the music. Oh, fuck. I don't... Underrated... All right, I'll go because it, it was a uh, a fast food restaurant that was in Elk Grove, California, where I grew up, uh, that is no longer there. Uh, it was a restaurant called Jed's, and they had the no, best no, fucking fries. No, 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 It was a no. fast food restaurant. They didn't have a drive Jed's. Through. Yes. Has any, but it's not a chain. Like, no, no one no. gives a shit about Jed's. I gave a shit God. about Jed's. Okay, we should we move on to scrap this? <laughs> I can't think of an under... I thought this was the easiest fucking, like, most normie fucking thing. Okay, okay. Okay. Real answer. I'm still going to include the Jets thing because it's fun that we're arguing. Um, (laughs) I'm going to go Taco Bell nacho fries. Taco... Never had them. They're good. So those are fries that belong to somebody else? (laughs) Yes, yes. And you steal them from people. These are your underrated. These are these are my underrated. I don't know if they're actually underrated. I I've never talked to anyone about these fries, nor have I been on the fry blogs. <laughs> but um, uh, I'm gonna say I, underrated because they they keep like disappearing off the menu. Yeah, because uh, you eat them all. I eat Ugh, them all. Burn. I know. Fucking a. Uh, Taco Bell nacho fries. I mean, it looks like they're currently. I think they're on the menu now. Yeah, they're, they're currently there for you. According to guiltyeats.com. Ooh. Guilty. Just last meals. <laughs> they're really good. I've seen them drop off the menu, uh, at, I feel like, at least twice. And that always bums me out. Hmm. Okay. Favorite. Favorite. Though I haven't had them in a long time. Always a staple. Something we've talked about before. Uh, Arby's curly fries. Yeah, always good. When I worked, very good. When I worked at Dimple, I would often go to the Arby's drive-through and just get curly fries and a Pepsi, and that would be my lunch. And You'd I'd dip one into the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pour my Pepsi on top of the fries. In the carton, it just leaks out the two little holes in the corners of the carton. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Danny had Arby's again. (laughs) Just come out and uh, Danny, you got to stop wearing white shirts, man. (laughs) I mean, you got to stop doing something else, but clearly that's not going to happen. They're so fucking good. If I knew where there was an Arby's, I I might go get some today. But If, if only there was a way to find out. Nope, there's not. They, I don't have an updated Arby's map. I've, I need to change my address since we moved. You keep well. You don't have to print it out. Is the thing? <laughs> no, they prints out. This I was like on the fucking mail. Four by list, six. They send me a update every once a month. You get the Arby's newsletter. Arby's Cartography Club. <laughs> Pay a hundred dollars a year. Uh, All right, least favorite. Uh, Burger King. Burger King sure. fries used to be really good, and then they changed their recipe and they turned into shit fries. Have, have I want to say in my lifetime they've changed? Tw- I 
wise. I believe maybe. so because they're less shitty than they were. There was a period oh. in time where multiple restaurants. I don't know if they changed their oil or what, but I feel like I remember Carl's Jr. fries getting really shitty too. But they came back around. Burger King fries. It's though, so. Ugh. It's so wild that this is something that fast food joints continually fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Like how hard are French fries? Shoegaze girlfriend and I made oven French fries. They are um, rallies. Oh yeah, yeah. And they were like seasoned fries. Really fucking good. You put them in the oven. Mm-hmm. You flip them halfway through. You they they come out crispy and they're seasoned very well. Mm-hmm. Bet better than Burger King fries. Yeah. Absolutely. Here's the thing. I don't know though. how you fuck it up. Here's the thing. They they suck. But whenever I get an Impossible Whopper from Burger King and it comes with fries, I eat the whole fucking thing. Well, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I will do the same thing because it is a salty potato. Can I do a a runner-up least favorite? Sure. Okay. Runner-up least favorite. Fucking Smashburger. Stop using beef tallow, you dumb fucks. Your fries are good, but you cover them in, in dead animals. And I'm mad about it. Sorry, who was that? Fra- Smash Burger? Shake Shack? <laughs> Smash Burger. Is, is Smash Burger, that's got to be a kind of a regional chain? Or I, is yeah, that, I don't know. Is that nationwide? I'm not sure. We ate there so much. We ate there like more than we should because they have a really good black bean burger. It's got jalapenos on it. Oh, so fucking good. And then the, I, I feel like I've told this story on the pod. Maybe I have. The like, I don't know, 80th time we were there. The girl was like, oh, you guys uh, ordered black bean burger. Are you vegetarian? Uh, yeah, no shit. Uh, hey, geez, Louise. I man. know, I know. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm mad, okay? I'm mad about it. I'm sorry. That girl, I'm happy that she told us because, you know, we use uh, beef tallow as, as our oil, right? Like fucking McDonald's does too, I think. Yes, they do. And I was bummed to find that out. <sighs> Even without knowing the McDonald's thing, I would put them as okay. So there's a Smash Burger in uh, looks to be the suburbs of uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm just doing a quick like random check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's coast to coast, baby. Sure, yeah. But yeah, I, while I like Dallas, Texas, got them. McDonald's fries are fine for like that six minute window, mm-hmm. and then they're terrible. And so I would say they are overrated. Okay. Be- people say, oh, it's the best. People, it's- yeah, people fucking swear by those. I haven't had them in a long time. That's why I, I can't really say because I don't remember. There's a Smash Burger in Minneapolis. Okay, good. Looks to be in Falcon Heights. That's a cool nice. name. Yeah, Minneapolis is for lovers. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it would be Minnesota. They, the, the song says the state, not the, oh, no. not the city. Hey there. I know you. So breathy and yep, pretty. Yep. Arb, I got to agree with your Arby's one. In and out. That's just that's just a, a lack of understanding the definition, and uh, you're you're sure. just not you're not in the frightgeist, uh, which is not <laughs> it's not a scary zeitgeist. It's a geist for French fries. But I could see how you'd make that mistake. Yes. Um, never had the Taco Bell nacho fries. I wonder if if those are just underserved. If they're a limited item, maybe just not enough people are not getting them. Yeah, uh, yeah. Burger King stinks. So I, I want to go back to Burger King. I feel like maybe mid to late '90s, 
they sucked. And then I don't remember when that first change happened, but I feel it was around the turn of the century. Uh, and then I feel like they made another change because they somehow got worse. Are they worse? I, I feel like Burger King made a change and they were better. And then they made another change and they got worse. Huh. I'm not sure. All I know is they're not good, but they were worse in the late 90s or something like that. They were fucking terrible. You've got a smash mouth bowling type shirt on. Because of the sun glare? Because of the sun glare. It makes it look like you have the like stripes. <laughs> That's fine. I was about to be really offended at like, this fucking Irish wool sweater no 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 it just looks like you have the bowling stripes on like my uh, father-in-law wears (laughs) okay hold on smash mouth teams up with guy fietti as they are wants to do Mm -hmm. and they do smash burger mouth whoa and they do marketing for smash burger Uh Uh uh-huh there was something in the news recently where uh, mr smash mouth himself doesn't want to do the band or some shit anymore I didn't read the article. I read the headline. Hmm. I wonder if it's because uh, they haven't written a new song in 20 years and he has a bajillion dollars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got that Shrek money. Yeah, man. Yeah, good for him. That's fine. I wouldn't want to do it either. Yeah. I don't want to do it now. (laughs) And I'm poor. (laughs) By the way, I did just email the uh, Seasons of Mist guy, Jeff, that got back to me. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, hey, man, thanks a lot. Uh, also, uh, what shirt is this? Can you tell <laughs> me? Like, what, so hopefully we get an update. Um, what were Shuke's girlfriend's uh, responses that led to you get, you two almost breaking up? Oh, no. We really didn't actually like <laughs> argue about anything. Um, I mean, the police settled it for you, right, when they came? <laughs> they were like, okay, wait a minute. Hold on. You, are you talking about the, the new crinkle cut fries at Arby's or the curly fries? <laughs> Oh, God. All right, I'm look. Okay, you tell me, and then I'm going to look up fucking Arby's. Their gun is drawn the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Fucking probably. I will say, man, Arby's new crinkle fries, incredible. Yeah. They're so good. They might, like, they, they are as good of crinkle fries as their curly fries are curly fries, if that makes sense. Like. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, they, and. I have gotten both in the same trip. You know who else has really good crinkle fries? Who dat? Del Taco. Have I ever had Del Taco? They're pretty good. I've never had them. I'm not a big Del Taco guy. Again, going back to Doughboys, uh, Nick Weiger, aka the Burger Boy. um, (laughs) Sure. He's a Southern California surfer dude for fans of the show. He loves Del Taco, prefers it to Taco Bell. Huh. I wouldn't go that far, but. I know where there's an Arby's now. Okay, how how close is it to you? Not far at all. Like this is great news. Five minutes. What? Although it's a some... fifty-eight minute walk. But maybe they're just like they're accounting for like they know you turned forty. Yeah, that's true. Danny, should we get to some music? Did she? Did I? I need to know what uh, Shuge's girlfriend's responses were. I'm not a good boyfriend. I don't remember. <laughs> all right, then let's get to the music. Uh, do you think I'm pronouncing the band name correctly? Illudium. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's not like illudidium, like aluminium. Uh, Aluminium. Aluminium. 
aluminium, I believe is how they say it. Um, no, I, I, I don't because, uh, you know, that, that trend that's going on now, that <laughs> meme of, uh, when something, 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 and then a bunch of red flag emojis. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, that's, I felt, uh, when, when the band bio says they're from California. Oh, really? Really? That's a red flag or really they're from California. Really, that's a red flag. I know they're from California. Yeah, it's a red flag. Well, I mean, we've talked specifically about SoCal before. Yeah, we're talking about LA, but like, come on, you don't like bands? You like Third Eye Blind. They're from California. Yeah, man, Third Eye Blind's so good. <laughs> they transcend. But all, I mean, there is a huge difference between Southern California and Northern California, in my mind. Mm-hmm. I realize not actually, uh, in terms of like how it would affect, you know, a band's ability to be good yeah yeah but in my mind i'm like no our beaches are cold and like foggy so our our bands are better um though what where in california is alludium from um the bay area Uh, oh songs and dreamscapes from northern california the singer who seems to be the only member of the band but I oh, don't she's, think that's true. No, it's not. She's not the only member of yeah. the band. <laughs> let's, let's it's just like all the band pictures is just her, which is, I mean, that's fine. Sure, yeah. But uh, I'm pretty sure she's not doing everything based on the live footage I saw, which was I very, believe, very limited. I believe she's just guitar and vocal. I'm not just, but like she's guitar and vocals, and then yeah. they have a bassist and a drummer. Yeah. I believe it is a three-piece. Cool. All right, Northern California, That's that's good. They don't sound enough like third eye blind in my opinion but (laughs) if that's my barometer they have to sound like third eye blind or better yes um well okay calm down better (laughs) so i'm I'm surprised a little bit that you are asking how to pronounce the band name i'm not sure why you would be surprised by that you've been speaking to me Probably weekly for the past year now. I speak to you much more than I listen to you. <laughs> okay, touche. So I, I guess I'm assuming you are familiar that Eludium is a Star Wars reference. I don't know if the band is referencing that, but it is a Star Wars thing. Danny's looking around in a panic. I did not know this. So Eludium, this was a very quick search, is a Lamba class T4A shuttle of the same group as Tiderium. It was found in Outpost 327 when the latter was captured in the mission to Czar. Does any of that mean anything to you? It means very little to me, but that is really cool. And it makes me like the band more. So, okay. So I honestly thought maybe that's how you found them. Like you were, (laughs) you know, you're doing your Illudium fan fiction and you were like, there's a band? (laughs) I I found them because the label that they're on and also the label that unrequited is on does a very good job of posting little uh, teasers because they also got me with unrequited and I went and listened to a song of unrequited and they got me with Illudium too on, on Instagram that had like a weird little like video black and white, you know, with some crashing waves and some, some fields of whatever. And, (laughs) I like unmuted the audio and I was like, oh, that sounds pretty good. 
which was a better review than I gave Unrequited the first time I heard them. What? Well, yeah, because you didn't you didn't continue to listen to Unrequited. You no. continued to listen to Illudium. I did. What what song was it? Do you recall? I don't recall. It was one of the three on the new the three that I gave you off of the new album. What uh? What song is that? I don't remember. I don't recall. Uh, Peter Gabriel. I uh, don't dun, 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 or anything at all. Is that Peter Gabriel? I don't know. It was probably the Peter? song Soma Sema. Okay, Soma. song the the last song. Is that the last song on the playlist or song? Four? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's probably that song, or it might have okay. been whatever the second single was. But anyway, that's too short of a single. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, clever Dante. No. Oh, boy. Do, doesn't he wish? Update. It <laughs> Update. is Peter Gabriel, and the song is called I Don't Remember. Oh, okay. I didn't remember either. Released in 1980, just before you were released. Yeah. Hey, Uh. so hockey season just started on uh, Tuesday. Okay. Last Tuesday, I believe. Uh, Release the Kraken, eh? Hey Danny, uh, new, new hockey team uh, released the Kraken. Is that's a, that's is that a new hockey team? Yeah, Seattle has a new team now. Oh, and uh, they really fucked up, and they named the team the Kraken. Uh huh. And that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> not a fan of sea life. I'm not a huge fan of those like collective noun names. Okay. Um, which I thought we were past because, like, late 90s, early aughts, like, across a lot of sports. I mean, so I, I don't remember when the Miami Heat came into the league, but they might have been one of the first ones. Miami mm. Heat, Utah Jazz, uh, and then some newer teams were Minnesota Wild. What? Um, yeah, that's been a hockey team for close to 20 years. What a stupid name. Minnesota, yeah, Minnesota Wild. Tampa Bay Lightning, um, okay. which is, yeah, um, that's, that's fine. Who, who? It's it's better than wild for sure. Yeah. Like, what what do you call yourself? Oh, I'm so I'm proud to be a wild. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the thing about Kraken is, first of all, it's fictional, so you can do whatever the fuck you want with it. But okay. like, I guess as far as correct grammar goes. Plural for Kraken can can be Krakens. Mm-hmm. It can be Kraken or Krakens. Mm-hmm. But the team is just the Kraken. And they're all about, you know, release the Kraken, release the Kraken, release the Kraken. Sure, sure, Pl- sure. Fans, please don't call our building the Crack House. Please don't call yourself <laughs> Crackheads. God damn it. We did not think about all these, like, fucking awful racial connotations that our idiot uh, fans are going to latch onto immediately because oh, yeah. sure. they think it's funny. Um and but it's like one of the owners, or maybe the principal owner of the team, is or was Jerry Bruckheimer. You don't know Jerry Bruckheimer? I don't know big, things. Big time movie producer. Okay. And produced the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Okay. Okay. I've seen at least one of those. And the team's called the Kraken. So you connect whatever dots you want to connect. He likes the ocean. He likes pretend ocean things. The team was almost called the Sockeyes. What's a Sockeye? Salmon. Oh, oh. That would have been, and they would have been able to have like a like a salmon color 
in their jersey, which sure. no team does. So do you know what their colors are right now? Uh, a couple sh- different shades of blue. Oh, which, like, unique. Yeah. Oh, blue. <laughs> finally. Um, yeah, they could have been like you know a, a li- like a green and a pink. They were almost called the evergreen or okay, the evergreens. That, that maybe worked. Which would have been cool. They they play in climate change arena. The greens. I mean, mm-hmm. guys, mm-hmm. and you're the climate fucking kraken arena. I I don't remember who like bought the naming rights or anything, but like it's um you know this like giant like lead certified building that's you know. Yeah. It's supposed to not be a drain on the earth. I mean, of course it is, but... Of course, yeah. Anyway, so uh, how did we get... To, why did I start saying release the Kraken? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, oh, almost got to Matt Pinfield voice there. <laughs> hey! Go away. Hey, Matt, would, would, would you say... Re- no, no, Matt, 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 Matt! Oh, hey, what's up, Dante? Hey, would you say release the Kraken? Release the Kraken! <laughs> Oh, kind of, I like it now. I'm in. I'm on board. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the crack house. Nope, Matt. All right, dude. You got to go, Matt. No, uh, that is not cool. Okay, okay. I know you, you, you were at your peak in the 90s when you could have said whatever you wanted and still been on TV. And, uh, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, Ja Rule would have just had to pretend to laugh, but uh, <laughs> no longer, my man. Jeez, Louise, okay, get out. okay, okay. I'm gonna get out of your guys' hair. I'll see you later. Bye. Well, uh, let's introduce our first song if you are ready, and then ready. I'm gonna go pee. Okay, in the bathroom. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, the first song I gave Dante on this five song Illudium playlist is titled Semperverns. You want to take a take a crack at it? A crack in at it? Are you trying to like really lean into this you can't pronounce things bit? <laughs> I, you're, you're definitely you're, you're definitely adding and unless I omitted some letters, I feel like you're adding some. <laughs> Semper Juliardi. <laughs> Call back. My results, my calculations are showing uh Semper Virens. So we're talking about Semper Virens. Yes, we are. Off of 2021's Ash of the Womb, which came out like two days ago. Danny, I know you're not a big sports guy. I'm not. I I know we need to cut down on sports metaphors Mm -hmm. in in the workplace (laughs) because we can't just assume everyone's going to know what we're talking about. Sure. But if I may. Go ahead. You threw me a bit of a curveball here. Ooh, even I know what that means. The sound, immediately I was like, they they need to change their band name. <laughs> this, this is, I double checked, double checked this is the right band, mm-hmm. double checked the album covers. Mm-hmm. They need new band name, okay. new, new cover art. Yeah, yeah. The cover art, I would agree, does not quite fit the sound. 
Isn't is there is there a pentagram? Some sort of uh, some star, some sort of star type thing on the front of their first album. So yeah, I, I guess I really had my expectations for one thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this is very far away from that thing. Yes, we start with like two and a half minutes of clean guitar, mm-hmm. and my first take okay was clean guitar and evanescency vocals i know i know i said okay. this was first, first take first take first okay. listen through because i was kind of in the like what, what is this what the fuck what danny what is <laughs> also uh shuge's girlfriend asked a, a very good question mm-hmm. uh is this another one of your spooky bands for October, this this thing that you seem to be doing as a theme, and I am not. It wasn't. They weren't chosen as a spooky band, although the cover art is a little spooky. A little spooky. Yeah. V- yeah. Very taken by surprise. Um, this song just starts with like, I think, just kind of like two chords, kind of wavering back and forth for a while, mm-hmm. kind of jangly, clean tones, and then some nature sounds. Okay, so uh, first impressions of the band were wrong, uh, as far as the vocals are concerned, anyway. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, uh, wait. Oh, my I, first impression. I don't impression. hear the evanescence. Yeah. Like, I get where you're coming from. J- just that, um, and I, I have more expanded thoughts about the vocals later on, but first it was just like, oh, this, and I, I don't know enough to say, like, oh, they're baritone or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it was like that kind of, like, I'm really, like, belting out these vocals, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it, she's like really belting those vocals out. Mm-hmm. Full stop. <laughs> she, yes. She, she definitely gives her, her guitar playing and her vocals, everything at times. Are you basing this off of like live footage? The very, very little live footage that I've seen. But, like, just the way she plays guitar is very... I don't know. She seems to put a lot into it. Because it's not, like, showy, noodly guitar or anything. No. Um, but... Is this what you're hearing? This or is, is this kind of what, what I'm hearing. Saw. It sounds like she's hitting really hard, essentially. And the, the couple videos that I was able to find, it seems like she's hitting really hard. Interesting. Because I feel like a lot of these songs, the guitar is restrained. Hmm. Well, well let, let, let's build this build to that. Let's let's just go at this. Okay. Um, well, let's let's delve more into the guitar here. Okay. At two thirty. Hold on. Can we do one eleven first? Sure. Okay. Do you do you want me to do it? Or do you got you it? could do it. Uh, okay. I'm gonna lead into one eleven. One eleven. And say, uh, is emo metal a thing? It does sound like I watched one of those, like, how to play emo chords YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
What are those those chords where it's like, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> difficult. Yeah, it's it's an interesting chord shape. It's where you like got jazz like chords or whatever z- zigzag, zigzag finger like shape. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a tough one. Where like, what what are you <laughs> in? Sounded like shit. Well, I think this is out of tune. It it's out of tune. It's got to be the tuning. Wait, no, no. Yeah, and then she would play another chord after that. Yeah, probably. Then I'd have to move it, and then my fingers would be all out of place. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those chords are so hard. Guys, just play power chords. Yeah, yeah come fine. on. They get it. They sound really good, but come on. <laughs> I have to fucking stop and think about what I'm doing here. Okay. Just like flex that middle pinky knuckle. Okay. Um, Just between every chord change, there's like an extended drum (laughs) fill. Yes. Yeah. So, so that guitar, I was kind of like, huh, definitely not what I was imagining. And I also, when I first heard her voice, I was like, okay, she's got like a capital V voice. Yes. So I wonder if this is going to be very vocal centric very lyrics driven and not so much lyrics driven and there's some extended instrumental sections of these songs mm-hmm. but there's definitely some songs where the the vocals are front and front and center yeah How, i kind of don't know what she's singing about ever uh her soul it seems yeah, like yeah 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 um <laughs> The things that that light is and is not shining upon. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's all I've I've picked up. Yeah, I can't. It's, um, it's like hard for me to make out the words, and there's no lyrics on the Apple Music thingy. Yeah. So yeah, it was. I'm like, I don't know what she's saying, but I really like the way she says it. So here is two thirty. It's the first hint of distorted guitar. that Mm -hmm. that goes from about 230 to 325 before it it it, uh like slows back down again i i struggle because i i know that like a band i kept thinking of even though they're very different in many ways but a band i kept thinking of is hum Mm -hmm. which will be like very simple in terms of chord progression there's only maybe two or three chords in, in you know the chorus or whatever but in those songs I still feel like there's more going on and so there's this extended minute long section of this song where I'm like there's a couple like higher notes like that's almost resembling a lead but not quite mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so I I struggled early on just to like 
figure out what am I supposed to grab onto? Yeah, yeah. Because um, as far as I can tell, there's one guitar, a bass, and a drum. Yeah. Er. <laughs> there's just a rack tom weird choice and so I, I think i actually wrote this note down on a different song but i might as well talk about it now is i i felt like this band would really benefit from maybe a second guitar mm-hmm. um just having not and like you said nothing flashy nothing that would seem out of place but just Oh, we're going, hey, we're almost at a year, right? Yes. By the time this comes out, will it have been a year since our first release? No, because no. we didn't start releasing until November. November, okay. That's right, because I, I was not nutting when we uh, started <laughs> releasing episodes. And you had a mustache. Uh, <laughs> but I, I feel like this this band lacks dynamics sometimes like there's not that like they have a really solid like ooh this is an A plus demo. Uh-huh. We just got to add a little bit of something in there for the dummies like me who maybe needed a little bit more. And 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 this I'll say this this opinion this take evolves throughout the playlist and throughout how many times I listen to it, but for sure the first few times I was like I you need a little Give more. me a little oh, yeah. I don't know, give me something like that in there. Um, cause she, I like her vocal melodies, but like the guitar there and I, what, why, while, well, <laughs> wet, wild, wacky world, <laughs> wet, wild, wacky world. While I believe she has an incredible voice and I imagine an incredible range, mm-hmm. she doesn't use a lot of her range. It seems like. No, she doesn't. Uh, at least in the songs that I gave you, um, she doesn't go really high aside from like one song. I think she kind of stays in a either kind of really quiet, subdued vocals, and then a, like a step up from that, and then every once in a while she she would jump up. But uh, I think I only gave you one or maybe two songs like that. And and so be, because I'm sorry, I'll finally let you fucking talk. Jesus I'm fucking sorry, Christ. I know. But I think because of that, like the guitar stays between like these two or three like low droney chords, which as a concept I love. And then her voice also kind of does that. And so I like her vocal melodies, but they just, it's not like it's a eight note vocal melody. It's like three notes Mm -hmm. or whatever. And so I, that, that was kind of like, Ooh, I was like, this is kind of samey for, you know, for a seven minute song. Yeah. I definitely understand what you're saying. Um, and I agree to a certain point, but that's one of the things I really like about this band is that uh, it doesn't seem like, as far as effects go, there's not like a huge pedal board. There's like a distortion pedal, you know? Yeah. And I really like that because so many of the bands that you and I both like are pedal bands. You know, they have all these effects and they're doing cool, interesting guitar stuff. And there's something so simple about this where she's just strumming these chords and picking through and to my ear, doing it with a lot of emphasis and putting a shit ton into her vocals. The drums are the real takeaway. Every time I listen to this 
band, how fucking great the drums are. Uh, I actually had 229, so 230 as a timestamp saying, uh, I bet Dante likes this beat because there's lots of kick. There's the thing about it is because everything is so simple, it's being the chord strumming. Uh, every time something stands out, like there is a, a, a hint of a lead or a really fucking amazing drum fill or something, it just amplifies the song so much for me. And that's something that I really like about this. The guitar is kind of takes a step back, which is something that I don't listen to a lot. I don't listen to a lot of bands where the guitar isn't front and center. The guitar right. is, is a little bit on the back and I'm listening to the drums and I'm listening to the vocals and a couple times listening to the bass. The bass doesn't stand out a lot either, but there's a couple times on this playlist where I'm like, oh shit, the bass is doing something really cool here. I'm going to go back to like 225 and just uh, so we can get more of that drum transition and beat. my timestamp down wrong but there's uh well it could also just be uh playing from an iphone into a microphone but um it's it sounds like so many emo bands that i like but without lead guitar so like it sounds like early promise ring to me it sounds like and she doesn't mention once um murdering a girl for not liking (laughs) yeah yeah not that kind of emo like early promise ring or like empire empire or ooh oreo um, that's a great band. Ooh, Oreo. I love them. <laughs> but uh, that's one of the things I like about this because the whole Craven. Oh, generic Oreos. Double stuffed. Ooh. Ooh, don't scare me. Come on, Dante. Come on. But I like how it feels like everything is so dark. Like the all the design is so dark. But it has... It's got those like emo jazz chords or whatever in it and... I fucking I love it. I think it's great. Keep it up. So you know how jazz they say it, it's the notes they don't play. Yeah. yeah. When you and I play uh, play emo, it's the notes they can't play. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, I definitely agree with that. I I love like their their identity as a band and like her identity as an artist is. And by the way, we keep saying her. Uh, her name is uh, Chantel Amundsen mm-hmm. is like very like well-defined and like, I, I really yeah. like that. It, I, it's yeah. some artists when it's, I don't know, we don't get against such a tangent, but yes, I, <laughs> I like, I like the, the, the themes, the vibes, the aesthetic, all of that. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I want to play right at four minutes even, but do you have, some- Oh, me too. Perfect. Okay.
that last part, I don't know what she says. Na, 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 that yeah, I, yeah. Every note was perfect that I just replicated. <laughs> like you said, they... I, I almost said something shitty when you said this earlier about how like there isn't a lot of like flourishes or standout things in the song. Uh-huh. So when it does happen, it's like more noticeable and hits harder. Yeah. Uh, the shitty thing I was going to say is like, yeah, if you like... Uh, put salt on one bite of a bland meal. It's going to like be really great. Uh, I know. I know. Um, I also have another note later. Um, don't at this band. No. Oh, oh. Is it going to be that bad? No. But like even talking about it at all, why would why would Chantel need to listen I to this? I mean, the answer is obviously she doesn't and no one needs to or should. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, no, no. It's not going to be that that bad. Okay, okay. Um, I probably still add her. <laughs> fucking her and Keith coming at me. Yep, yep. Uh, keep playing that timestamp, please. Okay, yes, sir. Till until the fucking sick, amazing drum fill. Okay, I I do have a, a drum note that starts at four twenty nine. So okay, uh, I'm gonna. Well, I also I'm just gonna play that whole fucking part again because okay. Um, her, her voice is, like, undeniably powerful. Fucking amazing. And then there's that cool little, like, vocal... It's like a vocal lick. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't yeah, know what you would totally. call it, but, um, yeah, sounds very cool. And then I'll just... How long do you want me to play it? Where, where was your drum fill? Uh, I don't have an end time fill, so just, I don't know, fucking play 30 seconds of the song. Who cares? Okay. <laughs> play it through your timestamp. That drum fill is sick. Yes. And then it, it's funny, though, because I, I wonder if we hear drums differently or we're just into different things. Because the part that I really want to talk about was right after that drum fill. Yeah. It goes yeah. into the double bass. Mm-hmm. Is and it for, double yeah, bass? I thought so. Oh, and nothing. I, I've i never listened to this band and thought they had a double bass. It sounds like single kick to me the whole time. It, uh, maybe. Yeah. Um, it's fucking great, though, because, I mean, it's it's just like a constant... Oh, it's so good. Another uh, beginning of that timestamp, she says something so lonely, I think. Maybe. That part sounds like very, like that part hits, that part like, her voice is like that type of voice where like you feel it like in your chest. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, that drum fill is great. I I don't know if uh, it's an instrumentation thing or if it's a production thing, but after that that crazy, and there's another song that does this too, that crazy drum fill. Mm Mm-hmm. I want it to fucking explode. Sure, sure, sure. And I, f- and this is kind of when, where, what I mean when I say it. Sometimes it feels restrained. Mm-hmm. Where like they're like chugging along at about like a, a four or a five. Yeah. And then it fucking breaks open into <laughs> a six and a half. <laughs> sure, sure. And like I want them to fucking blow yeah. it out. 
Yeah. I think part of that's having one guitar. Mm-hmm. I think it probably is a little bit of the mix. And again, but this this just gets into like expectations versus what this band actually is and, yeah, and yeah, what yeah. they're giving us. Yeah. Then, uh, I mean, the, the rest of the song is there's just like that kind of soft guitar outro. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any specific. I don't. Four minutes was my, my last uh, timestamp on that one. Just okay. that whole part that we just listened to with the vocals and then the, the drum fill leading into that last beat before it kind of uh, goes off into the soft guitar is pitch perfect. You prepping? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm prepping and I'm doing it wrong. Ack. It's not R. It's Ack. Akarana. Zervan Akarana. Oh, hey. hey. We did it. No, let, let's everyone listen to me prep for ten more minutes. The Zervan Ocarana of Time. <laughs> Ooh. Also, what is that fucking? What's the two thousand one theme? Also, Strock. Fuck. What is it called? Mm, do you know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. Also, Sprock Zarathustra. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, also Sprock Zervana Karana. Zervana I don't know. Karana. Zervana? Did, did you listen to Zervana or were you more of a Pearl Jam guy? <laughs> uh, Zervana all the way. Fuck Pearl Jam. No, thank you. Is it a toaster strudel? What is that? What? Ugh. I mean, I know, I realize I'm eating generic orange cream Oreos over here. But gross, dude. I love them. What do you think? What do you think of this song? <laughs> <laughs> why do? Why does anyone listen to this podcast? Well, <laughs> one could argue that anyone does. <laughs> True. <laughs> Downloads don't actually mean anything. Uh, what do you think of this song? Much heavier from the start, mm-hmm. which uh, I appreciated. So let, let's start with, uh, this is 24 seconds. This is kind of where it, it gets going here. Okay. Okay, that sounds like double bass. So I really like that. It, it kind of made me think like, oh, maybe they're also kind of like a, like, um, and you're going to help me out with the terminology here, but you know, those bands you like that 
I probably would like if I listened to them more, but like like the the dronier metal bands, like the sludgy. Yeah, kind of do me a little bit. Yeah, um, I, I like those like high notes that she's picking like in mm. between the big fucking heavy chords. Uh, did you ever listen to Far? Man, Far. Are they a Sacramento band? Yeah. They, they, How do I know? Did they do like some gimmick? They did a they did a comeback album and they did a cover of uh, was it Pony Pony yeah yes and it was awful awful I yeah I liked it that album. <laughs> uh, I believe that's what I know of them oh okay well are uh, they doom metal no no they were I mean they started off kind of grungy a little bit and this kind of reminds me of some of their earlier material where it's more of metal kind of grunge. There's actually a lot of distortion on the guitar here. One song, there's a song called Job's Eyes that it reminds me of. It's my, I think my favorite Far song. But it's one of the reasons I really like this song though because it makes me think of that. So a couple of her influences are listed as Smashing Pumpkins mm-hmm. and Isis. Mm-hmm. I can hear more so the Isis in yeah, this song. yeah. And that fucking rules because mm-hmm. ISIS fucking rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins also good. Mm-hmm. Uh, ironically, Smashing Pumpkins worse politics than ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as influence for guitar work, can't go wrong. Yeah. What's your uh, next timestamp there, buddy? So my next timestamp here is. Kind of uh, a oof, oh boy, moment. Uh-oh. <clears throat> uh, it is at 50, well, my phone's at 54, so we're going to say 54. Okay. I wrote down 55. Doesn't hurt to go earlier. Yep. Do you know what we're about to hear? Um, no, probably something I like, though. Nope. What? I, the I, the vocals, the lyrics, or the tone of the bass? Because uh, one of those is correct. <laughs> I know which one you uh, have distaste for. <laughs> now, I guess the lyrics have to be innocent here because any lyric can be made to sound good or bad depending on the context of the song, how it's sung, what the music is like. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about Coheed for hours, and those lyrics are dumb as shit i love them <laughs> and, so much and sung like shit but oh they're so fucking good whoa 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 okay not so he just has an odd voice that's what i'm trying to get at <sighs> i thought maybe you were going to talk about like his uh what would what, <laughs> no that's fine that's fine <laughs> but like how he'll like he'll say part of a sentence and then finish it like an hour later at the end of a guitar lick <laughs> anyway so, so it, the lyrics are fine. It's it's the, the presentation. It's the presentation, the the breathiness, the oof. I it's it's Jim Morrison lounge singer. Oh come on! Ugh. She she Jim Morrison. She is really going for that like late sixties, like kind of drugged out Jim Morrison, Janis Joplin type of. Type of singing, man. I don't I, know what to tell you. I fully disagree. Full, Janet Shoplin, maybe a little bit, but still, fully disagree. I don't hear the drugged out. Like, it, 
it just sounds like her voice sounds like that because she's trying to sing very low. No, no, I, I'm not saying she sounds drugged out, but that was a type of singing for like drugged out rock. Okay, back okay. Then. I, I this that makes that's just that is too far for me. That's too far. <laughs> she went too far. Okay, okay. And all my I don't know how you don't hear Jim Morrison croony BS in that. It doesn't sound. She, I know, I know she's a woman. I don't know how she identifies, but she presents herself as a woman. <laughs> I don't hear Jim she Morrison. Is, Jim Morrison singing, is terrible. I, I, I agree, and that's why I don't like it when she does this. Is it time to eat? No. Um, well, it is almost. It is kind of lunchtime ish. Why don't you get yourself a snacky poo? Yeah, it's Dante. He's ridiculous. Tell him, uh, tell him Jim Morrison sucks. I'm gone. <laughs> You're gone. <laughs> <laughs> Go get a snack. Maybe mommy will get you some food when she's done with her shower. Dad, Dad's friend makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. Um, uh, Jim Morrison sucks. She sounds like, uh, she sounds like the, I don't know the actual woman's name. Uh, the singer of a band called my brightest diamond. And that is what one thirty four. Uh, my bride days. is diamond. My, Oh, cause she's so special and rare and brightest diamond. diamond. I have a band name idea. Okay. <laughs> My bride is diamond. I'll tell you later. Shh, 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 don't give it away. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, uh, th- that's fine. The Jim Morrison thing might not be like a correct. Yeah, I know. Like an, ob- but that—that's what this like slow down rock croon thing reminds me of. Okay. Okay. And it bums me out. Okay. Um, but he, so I think so. You're gonna say this part at one thirty-five. Remi- this reminds you of the woman from my brightest, my brightest diamond. diamond. It reminded me of somebody else. Ooh. That is very Maynard. Sure. I did get little little hints of tool every once in a while, for sure. And you know, when you are when you only have one guitar, like as Tool does, like I think you're you're more likely to get that type of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. comparison because as as talented as Adam Jones is and uh, forgive me, um, Eludium guitarist. I, I don't. I, I read a, a review and they mentioned your name. Didn't seem noteworthy at the time. <laughs> um, isn't? But uh, the, I'm, I'm sure you, you're very talented as well. You you know how to play those emo jazz chords. Isn't that the singer of the band? Oh wait, yeah. No, I'm She's sorry. It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. I, I forgot he was playing what. <laughs> but yeah, you. I mean, you can only do so much. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, someone. I. I, I don't know how you feel about this band because I, I think we've talked about them a little bit but w- one thing that really impresses me about muse while i'm not like the biggest muse fan by uh-huh, any means uh-huh. for a three-piece like they really fill out sure the sound and live it's not just you know albums where they can you know record as many tracks as they want danny is so bored no <laughs> um, there was a child running by outside i was making sure it wasn't one of mine <laughs> they're escaping <laughs> <laughs> yeah i agree and I think if you keep playing that, it, it gets to the My Brightest Diamond part. Okay, I, uh, I will do that. Please. 
I mean, doesn't sound like the same music at all. Obviously, it's a completely different band. Um, but specifically, the stuff that the My Brightest Diamond does with the Decemberists on that one really fucking great Decemberist album that I can't think of the name of right now. Sister Ship at Sea? Nope. Uh, one for the Docks? <laughs> nope. Waves Crashing on Morning? Wrong. Hazards of Love? That's bullshit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just love I just love her voice. That's my that's my main timestamp is her voice is good and not like Jim Morrison whatsoever. Her voice can remind me of Jim Morrison and still be a very good voice. Okay. I mean like here's the thing like it's not like Jim Morrison couldn't sing. Yeah, yeah. He still sucked shit. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Also Was that? As does his band. Yes, the doors stink. I'm very glad I did not get into that uh, I'm 20, I have to like the Doors mm-hmm, phase. Mm-hmm. Never happened to me. Um, I pretended to like a whole bunch of shit. Sure. Never the Doors. Um, boring. Mm-hmm. And fucking someone unplug that organ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so a- after that, I do like the heaviness they get back into, and then they get into those like those like really like diss- dissonant high notes mm-hmm. on the guitar. Sound very cool. Okay, so here's what I was referencing uh, in Semper Fi, the first song. Mm -hmm. This is at 3.55. This is them building up to a big fucking ending. I would like to uh, apologize, I guess. Uh, That is absolutely no question a double bass. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Uh, Well, here's the thing. I don't know what I was thinking either because you had me really convinced that it wasn't. (laughs) I was like, oh, I guess. Like, I was so easily convinced I was wrong. I was like, yeah. Oh, I I was wrong. Okay, cool. (laughs) Oh, it was a thing I thought? Probably wrong. (laughs) So that is a part I wanted to play. I wonder if I wrote the wrong note on the wrong song, though, because that wasn't that wasn't the build I was thinking of in oh. my mind. Oh, but uh, no, uh, that part rocks. Mm-hmm. It's that was a part, kind of d- different different music, obviously, but kind of like Yezu, where the first time or two you listen to it, mm-hmm. you you kind of go like, oh, what's what's going on here? And then after a while, it starts to amount to a lot more. Like, yeah, yeah. When when you like when you like really get it, you know. <laughs> All right, I, I have one more okay. at five oh nine. 
Seven is the serpent's number. Something about leaves dying inside. Sure. That's all fine. Mm -hmm. Her singing sounds like if a cult could sing. Not the people of a cult, but like the idea of a cult Mm -hmm. could sing. Like that's what that sounds like to me. It sounds very, uh, maybe this is spookier than you intended. If there was a, did you ever see that movie? Do you see that movie about uh, the guy who like gives... Like he goes to conferences and talks about cults. No, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She was in it, and she uh, was dating the director Riley Stearns. Okay, all right. What's this movie called? She performs with Dan the Automator. Huh. Since 2013, Winstead has performed as half of the music duo Got a Girl with Dan the Automator. Never heard of it. You know Dan? I do know Dan. God, why doesn't you just have a fucking filmography section like every other person? <laughs> Jeez Louise. All right, I'm just going to go to Riley Stearns because uh, Faults. It's called Faults. Faults. It's a really fucking cool movie. End the of Faults sentence. Faults in our stars. Nope, it's just called Faults. It's about, it's about cults in a way. Okay. But this song, like if there was like, you know, a... A guy freaking out, trying to trying to decide what's reality, and you know his head's all a mess. This is what would be playing over that scene. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, not worth it. Doesn't help the episode at all. But okay, I guess if if I'm going to turn this into music criticism, which I guess this is what the podcast is, maybe. <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll figure it out in year three. <laughs> Ooh, I like this the director because he's wearing a full of hell shirt. Hey, but before you say that, let's make sure. I think he may have done something shitty. Uh oh. I don't know that. I I'm sorry if that was just like, if that's incorrect. For some reason, I maybe I just thought he looked like an asshole and was jealous that he <laughs> married Mary Elizabeth Winstead. <laughs> Very possible. Yeah, he looks like a guy that would wear a full of hell T-shirt. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Is it, what, what is that? It's a band. So here's what I'll say about the, the end of that song. I, it's not that her voice isn't good. I feel like the choices she makes sometimes just don't like mesh with my ears. Like that sounds mm-hmm. very like affected to me in a way that it's some sort of like doom metal crooning. <laughs> and there's something about that that is just a little off putting to me. Okay. Okay. Um, it's, 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 it's just a, better a than, much. uh, Caius. You know what? I did think of Caius a couple times during this playlist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have in my notes, uh, this band could have fit in well with so many nineties bands. Like imagine them opening for Caius and completely blowing them off the stage. Cause Caius sucks. 
Um, that's fair. Because at least when this band gets into like weird noodly bridges, at least they're interesting, even though they only, well, fucking Caius only had one guitar too. And theirs is just like, boop, 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 boop. that's a bong. I don't know. Did bong sound like that? <laughs> that, was, that was a pretty good bong. Um, look, man, I, I don't want to get into a, that's a pipe. It's kind of I don't want to get sound. into a, 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 this guitarist versus this guitarist battle, but like Josh Homme is an amazing guitarist. I'm, I'm speaking specifically about Caius, but even Caius songs are boring. Like, yes. The first Caius song I gave you, um, I can't remember what it's fucking called now. Make Gardenia. Move, a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. But okay, so so here here's here's something I was going to bring up maybe kind of towards the end but like By the way, I'm not, I'm not saying I don't like this band or that I don't like this song. Like it this band is a slow burn for sure. Mm-hmm. The well okay, I'm saying the first time I listened to it, I thought it was kind of boring. Okay. I'm just going to be honest. And I kind of got those like mad homework Wilco vibes where I was like, oh, God, it is 35 minutes too. Wilco was like at least relatively short, but it, it grows on you for sure. And you, you, you yeah, you, it, you just need to get it, even mm-hmm. though that sounds douchey. But there is almost no riffs to speak of. Yeah, there's not a lot of riffs. Again, it's, it's mainly like strumming and picking. There's not a lot of, there's a riff on the next song, sort of. It's a refrain, I guess. Yeah. There's a thing I that, have some, that stands out and happens multiple times throughout the song. I have, I have I'm going to circle some adjectives I used in my notes that <laughs> are just kind of funny. Like it wasn't a uh, conscious thing I was doing, but it, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you remember during the New Metal episode, which n- no one listening no to heard. this episode will have nope. heard? We talk briefly about a band called One Side Zero. Yes, I do remember that. I got some One Side v- One Side Zero vibes from this band. Huh. It's cuz it's slowly paced, it's very like methodical. It's not super dynamic, but like the singer has like a pretty powerful unique voice. Mm-hmm. This is certainly not new metal, <laughs> but there's some new metally things in it. Sure, uh, sure. Which I, I thought was kind of interesting. And maybe that's why I was thinking you were releasing the new metal episode because I was thinking about this. Yeah, so 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 far through the first two songs, I'm kind of like, huh, oh, okay. I, I still feel like, I'm like, oh, you guys, you're, you're holding back. You have some, you have something else in there. And and I think what we learned to find out is that just that's just not what they're going for. And I bet listening to a whole album... Well, have you listened to these albums like, you know, first song to last, front to back? The first album, the, the second album just came out and I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. How how does that first album flow? Like, do, does one song go into the next pretty seamlessly? Does it sound like kind of one big piece? Yeah, yeah. And even the first, because the, the three songs I gave you off of the new album are one right after another. It's the first three songs on the album in a different order than I gave them to you. And yeah, they... Each one kind of flows into the next. There's not much space in between each song. I don't remember if that's the same on the first album. I've only listened to it a couple times when I wasn't thinking about adding songs to a playlist because that that's a different listening experience like than just sitting down and like listening and taking in the songs versus like 
listening to a song and thinking, well, Dante think this sucks <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, totally. Okay, are you ready for song three? I am. Off of uh, 2021's Ash of the Womb, Aster. Ashes. Ashton Kutcher. Um, oh no, it's like that uh, that prize fighter song. It's a- <coughs> it's Aster. Do you mean it? To the it's sun. Aster. It's Aster. <laughs> I do like that little guitar noodle that. You know, do you, do you, do you remember that song no, at all? Not at all. Again, this is going to have to be a, a something for December. I. Did we schedule room to talk about? No, there's not enough because uh, there's. Well, we need more weeks. There's five weeks in December. What the fuck is this? Get out of here. So we have first album, second album, third album, fourth album. After that, yeah, there's. We don't have time. It would have to be a bonus non bonus episode every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we talked about doing a Christmas, another or holiday uh, episode again this year too. What, what was the theme of that one? Uh, it was going to be um, songs from holiday movies, I think, was my suggestion. Or maybe just holiday movies. Maybe we don't even do fucking music. We just talk about holiday movies. Ooh, what a relief. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to, you're not going to at the Grinch. <laughs> I am. I'm going to act at Dr. Seuss. God, you went crazy for Dr. Seuss a few months ago. <laughs> I did. Nobody you cancels were... Dr. Seuss on my watch. Okay, um, let's do the little the little uh, refrain, riff, whatever you want to call it. It does kind of sound like Caius, except better. Sure. <laughs> Here was my first note of this song. But by the way, the first time I listened to this playlist, I was like doing nothing else. I was just like, I'm going to sit down, listen, <laughs> get an outline of notes, see where I'm starting with. And my first note after one listen to this song was, I can't tell you one thing that happens in this song. <laughs> Why is that so funny? What? The little like synth organ thing. Yeah. It. I believe we have made the same joke before, but it was like they were in the studio playing, and then all of a sudden that sound, they were like, <laughs> fuck is... <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> just like, that just creeps in out of nowhere like a sentient 
a sentient synth is like, mind if I join? <laughs> hey, guys. Can I jam too? Yeah, that kind of took me by surprise. There's there's none of that in the first couple songs. Yeah, yeah. There's there's not all... I mean, it's mainly like a clean or distorted guitar band. That's pretty much it. And then they have a little bit of effect right there. What are you... What's... What's... Dante looks perplexed. It's kind of my baseline look. <laughs> uh, apathetic perplexion. Is that it? Can that be? Yeah. Uh, so Sarah called this podcast. Sarah texted me and she goes, how was your call? And I said, I'm still on it. And she goes, I guess way less time has passed than I thought. And I'm looking, I'm like, yeah, it's only been two and a half hours. Come on. Um, I, I don't like or dislike it. It just kind of seemed out of place and took me by surprise. Sure. Thought it was n- noteworthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I next want to talk about what happens at 2.04. Okay. So there is an honest to goodness pre-chorus into chorus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Might be the only time that happens on this playlist, at least in such a yeah, like yeah. traditional manner. Pretty sludgy. I like how she. I, I think it's a product of whatever type of voice she has. I want to say baritone, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it it's Maybe. a little. Would you say it's the same? What what is that called? Is that a register? Yeah, I think, yeah, register. It's a, maybe the same register as the guy from Baroness. Oh, sure, sure, yeah, absolutely. And it might just be how I react. Cause, and again, Baroness, band I like. They have a lot of really great songs. Mm-hmm. But that type of voice, I think, just naturally feels trapped in the middle. Hmm, Okay. I'm just trying not to say restrained again. Okay. <laughs> and so it, it always feels like it's like hitting my ears and then it stops there and like doesn't like break through. It always feels like it's pushing up against this wall that it doesn't break through. Realize this makes no sense unless you're in my head. <laughs> sure, sure. But I know what you're getting at, though. It She stays in a specific pocket of, yeah, register baritone or whatever it is. She kind of stays there. She doesn't she doesn't go higher than that usually. Kind of in the time stamp you just played, she kind of does bump up a little bit and it always stands out and it's always fucking great according to this guy right here pointing at myself. I think my time stamp on I only have one time stamp. Well, two, but you already played. I think it's kind of the same as what you just played though. 436 Oh, so close. Mine was 437. This is the build I was talking about earlier.
fucking great. So that that part all the way to the end of the song mm-hmm. is very good. Mm-hmm. I think that is also a great example of where they would benefit from a lead. Sure, sure. That during that build, it's like well, I'll, I'll play it real quick just to get that specific part in our mm-hmm. mind. Just that little guitar line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When it explodes, I feel like that should still be underneath. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Or or something something akin to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some little because lead then type it, thing. Yeah. Well, I mean that it, it would fit perfectly into the just like sludgy chord progression that they go into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just feel like it would fill it out and um like the the adjectives I circled in my notes, I realized uh, I, I had a a note about something being uh, mildly something, and then this that build is to a minor explosion. Mm. Like it, it's all of the like you know just like fifteen year olds uh, blowing up. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I just feel like it would fill out and mm-hmm. like give you more of that payoff that at least I am used to. And thus wanting, yeah. Um, yeah. I I, I want to go to in between those two timestamps to to check on something. So we had two hundred four and four thirty seven. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to three hundred nine, okay. and and I'm just gonna check in what's going on here. Okay. I don't know where my note was. I didn't timestamp it. I thought it was in between those two parts. <laughs> Can't find it. Okay. We'll never know. That, I mean, that guitar is cool there. Uh, again, I love her voice. I think it's fucking great. It's a slow middle bridge thing that's not plotting like a Caius bridge. I'm just going to talk so much shit about Caius this whole episode. That's fine. <laughs> so, okay. So let's, a- after three songs... I can see why, like, this isn't, like, a crazy band for you to give me or anything. This wasn't, like, a stretch by mm-hmm, any means. Mm-hmm. Um, was it because, like, I do tend to like droney, somewhat repetitive, you know, heavy stuff? Or what What made you think, ooh, this could be a Dante band? Or did you just want to talk about this band and who I gives a shit what I think? To, no, no, no. I, I kind of wanted just to talk about this band and I thought it would be something you were into, but in kind of a different way, because we don't, we tend to not bond over bands that don't have noodly guitars or sick riffs and stuff like that most of the time, mm-hmm. um, or are just like pop punk bands. 
or something. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it would be a, a interesting thing to do. And I was listening to a lot of it and I was like, yeah, I really want to talk about this on the pod. Perfectly fair. I agree yeah. with all of that. Okay. Um, should we get to the best song title? Yeah. All right. Let's throw on our Veil of Nymphus. the noodly guitar at the beginning of this one it's all like noodly do you, do you remember what i'm talking about should i just play it uh well my first note is you can't have a song called veil of nymphus by mm-hmm. alludium mm-hmm. and not have distortion yeah it's got a little swing to it it reminds me of uh, a kinsella side project with with tolerable vocals interesting like what do you ever listen to those really really far off Kinsella side projects that are like <clears throat> just weird noodly guitar and and Tim going or whatever the fuck he does <laughs> I mean it's hard which ones are the side projects and which are the <laughs> the main ones at this point I mean there is no like mothership the, anymore Yeah yeah I know I'm just thinking of like the ones that are like they put out one album on some weird label and it's impossible to get. I might not even be. I mean, like name name one. I'm thinking of like either the one he did with Zach Hill or the one he did with Rob Crow. Those are both like really fucking weird. Zach Hill from Hella. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Or like even I don't know how much he sang in this one, but like Sky Corvair was super fucking weird and unlistenable. (laughs) <laughs> it's like Re- I love the music that they make, but the vocals most of the time is really difficult. All right. Well, let, let's get to some vocals here. Okay. All right. I'm going to go to 27 seconds. <laughs> Don't like it. What? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I I have a closed mind. <laughs> and I'm a dickhead. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Yesterday. It's got soul. Oh, and doesn't she want you to think that? <laughs> There's at least two lyrics on this playlist with the word soul in it. Maybe, maybe. Souls are important to people. And you don't hear Jim Morrison. I mean, I guess, but I think it's... 50 times better than anything that ever came out of Jim Morrison's stupid mouth. Yesterday, Jupiter Bop, getting a blowy on stage. <laughs> While doing some blowy. Yesterday! <laughs> While doing what? Doing some blowy. Getting doing a blowy some- while doing some blowy. Okay, now write that down. 
Let's <laughs> do something with that. That's a band name right there. Doing some blowy while getting a blowy. <laughs> I'm going to see if we can't get a real-time response from Shugay's girlfriend on Vale of Nymphus. Okay. Please listen to like, I'm not going to say like, to at least a minute of the song. And tell me how much you love it. Text back how much you love it. Parentheses. Danny wrote the end of the sentence. (laughs) Okay. Fuck, man. The Cynic song, Veil of Maya. Fucking rocks. Never heard it. De- this is definitely second on my uh, songs with Veil in the name. I don't know that I know more than two, but <laughs> I'm sure you think I would know a ton of screamo shit with Veil in it. I but. know, seriously. Okay, uh, my next one is one twenty-two. Okay. That guitar part right there, it's so simple, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, it, it mm-hmm. does just enough to be like, ah, this is a guitar part. Yeah. There's not just guitar, there's a guitar part. And then you know like the phrase is going to kind of like start over, I just want a little bit more of that stuff. Have you ever listened to, and I, I am certain the answer is no, have you ever listened to Entrance Band? Or the entrance band? No, I don't think I have. So let's see. It looks like they have not done anything since 2013. This was the project of a musician. I want to say his name was Guy something. Mm-hmm. But he just he he went by Entrance for a while, and then the Entrance Band. And I'm gonna play you a, a clip from uh, one of their songs. And I didn't put a timestamp down, so who knows how this is gonna go. But this song gives me, and it's vocals as well, and you can tell he's kind of going for a certain era. Um, This is from 2009. Uh, (laughs) This song is called Lookout. We'll just start from the beginning, and then I might do some... Yeah, there's an exclamation point, so that might be how it's it's said. We'll do some scrubbing here. So very 70s, like mm-hmm. this could have mm-hmm. been a fake band and almost famous. Sure. Also, are you familiar with uh, Paz LeChatton? No. Am I, am I? Is that? She was, she's a, a great bassist. I think was it like in a perfect circle. Maybe did a stint with Smashing Pump. Len Chanton, Paz Len Chanton. Hmm. Um, she Brazilian? Argentinian, I'm sorry. Played with a perfect circle, Zwan, Queens of the Stone Age. Oh, okay, okay. And she played with Entrance. Okay. Um, oh, she's with the Pixies right now. Jiminy Christmas. Uh, Jim. Very cool. 
very good. She played with Jiminy Christmas. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if she's on this record, but she definitely performed with them live. I used to be really into this band when I would... Uh, my nights would just be uh, get drunk and watch music on YouTube. <laughs> I don't do that anymore, but wasn't a terrible way to spend time. So in 2012, I saw Cat Power in concert and Meow. Entrance opened. Oh, okay. So I don't know. Maybe I've seen this before, but I like that song. It sounded good. They have a couple good songs. The, the next song on the album is called MLK, and I remember liking it, but it's very like... It's very, I don't know. Like, I mean, not that it's incorrect, but it's just very mm. like preachy about how great MLK was. Uh, and it's like, it just kind of seems a weird thing to sing about in 2009. Sure, sure, sure. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. But um, I may be second guessing if, uh, why I was getting entrance band vibes. Maybe it's just the voice every now and then when he like holds a note prolonged. It's kind mm-hmm. of in that, that middle register. I, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, we we technically talked about another band. We did, we did. Sorry, that I fucked up, man. <laughs> but yeah, just I guess that just kind of like again, what I'm hearing as like '70s, somewhat groovy psychedelic mm-hmm. style here and there. But anyway, hmm. um, okay. okay. Last couple minutes of the song are all instrumental. Yeah, uh, I like it. I noodleies, noodleies. I've got uh, 340 here with some accents along with the vocals. Is that what you think drums sound like? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's very cool. And the highest note she hits all playlist? I think so, yeah. And she she does it well. Do it more. Right. It's it's we've talked about this a lot. It's just about choices. Yeah. And and I again, like that's I say again, like I've I don't know if I've ever said this before. I don't know if I've ever made a good point before. <laughs> but like choices is what makes the artist. Like it's not super impressive that you technically can do something that someone else can't. Mm-hmm. It's what do you do with it? Yeah. Right? What what genre do you like to be in? What vibes do you do? What you know, all all that stuff. What vibes do you do? Fuck me, man. <laughs> Slip my throat. Uh any response back from Shoegaze girlfriend yet? Um, she said, okay. And I said, thank you. I will cite you by your pseudonym, of course. And then I said cite with an asterisk because I misspelled cite the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, uh, anonymity is my kink, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, which is why she won't tell me her real name. So nothing yet. We, we will keep you updated. Okay. Listener. Anything else on Veil of Nympha? No, that's, uh, that's all I've got. I love it. I'm glad you gave me this song. My pleasure, man. Uh, my favorite or second favorite song on the playlist. Okay, okay. Agreed. Somasema? Somasema. 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 Mossimo. Somasema. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what this song title is. Somasema.
like your Muppet version of it. Thanks. Yeah. Are we to wait? You mean my Empire Empire version? <laughs> oh! Do a smoke a. That is, uh, a, that, that is a visual Andrew Dice Clay reference for the listeners. <laughs> I just try to wrap my arm around. Uh, it takes more shoulder dexterity than I am left with after a decade of volleyball. How'd you like this one, Dante? This is my favorite or second favorite song Ooh. on the playlist. Tis a good one. Though I don't have any timestamps until the latter half of the song. Somehow uh, ended up not taking any notes on this song. <laughs> you we are of a good at podcasting. Dante, stop hitting yourself. Oh. Quote from Shugay's girlfriend. Okay. I think it's kind of cool, but all caps, really back to normal. Don't care for the vocals at the beginning. Sounds too much like they are doing a voice or singing at the very bottom of their range. Hmm. Oh, I sorry. Uh, like they are doing a voice, as in it's affected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or they're just singing at the very bottom of their range. Then in parentheses, both? Yeah, possibly. Is it possible that she's singing in character? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Let's get her on the pod. <laughs> We'll play, right, so play he, your one time stamp and then <laughs> I got I got three motherfucker. Oh, play them. God, do some fucking work. <laughs> Besides um, recording, editing, promoting, publishing. Yeah. Besides that, uh-huh. uh huh. Three fifty nine. How much? Like how much bitterness do you hold against me that I do absolutely like nothing for this podcast? None whatsoever. That it's is, totally fine with me. Well, that's stupid. I, I do gotta, not care. You, you got to fucking stand up for yourself. <laughs> All right. 359. I like the vocal melody here. Uh, really cool vocal melody, and it just hit me. I got some ideas for Chantel. One, get a lead guitarist. No, it's nothing against your guitar. I just think there needs to be something else going on. Sure. Also, she's not going to like this as much. She probably won't like the first one either. <laughs> to be perfectly honest. I don't think that's an offense. She might disagree not. artistically, but I don't think it's an, it's an offensive suggestion. I it's just my preference. Um, I think she would fucking rule as half of a vocal duo. Sure. Yeah. That her, her, her voice is so specific. 
look, her, her voice is so powerful that it commands, commands, demands its own band. I get that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think it's so specific that if it had another voice to play off of, it could, boy, it could really do some work. Hmm. Hmm. Um, and and that that part of Samasama just just made me think of that, like just more. I guess maybe more targeted strikes because it's it's such a specific weapon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I, just a thought. Yeah. 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 I don't know about necessarily another voice, but I. I just would like to hear her open up her voice a little more like she did in that part we just played where she does go into her higher range, which she can do. Um, Cause it's not like she's holding back because she can't, or maybe it could just be a nerves thing or just the style she wants to do, which is obviously fucking fine and great. And I obviously love it, but yeah, I could, I wouldn't complain if, uh, she did that more. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. Maybe maybe that would take care of the problem where I wouldn't feel this mm-hmm. not not a need, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't feel like it would help to have another vocalist. Yeah, I really like the color of your sweater, man. Thanks, it's so good. Thanks, it's a good golden yellow. I really like the bowling stripe that you have on your sweater. <laughs> that is that's my guardian angel. <laughs> why I don't drive very fast so it can keep up with me wait what's going on I'm just gonna keep doing the shoulder dance unless you start like that's gonna deter me um no I was I was texting Shuge's girlfriend trying to trying to get her opinion on something okay I like that song because this probably is my favorite song Aster's probably second okay it probably most fulfills the promise by its build and like kind of does get to a crescendo more so than the other songs. So I feel like finally after like 32 minutes of this playlist, I'm able to finish like musically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I'm just kind of curious about like how much of that's by design where they're like, there's a lot of tension, but not a lot of release Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in these songs. And so it's, you know, it's like, I believe Shuke's girlfriend said it was musical edging. <laughs> but edging usually, like, none of these songs ever, like, blast the ceiling sure, at the end. Sure. Which, it's not quite the full edging experience. Yeah, um, It's it's tantra, but, um, <laughs> like, uh, it hurts after. <laughs> um, last last timestamp. Okay. Five fifteen.
That makes me mad. That it, it makes you mad that I didn't write that down or that it's so fucking good? It makes me mad that I guess they do that so infrequently. I mean, that that made me think of Hum. Mm-hmm. It made me think of bands that like make an attempt to be like more musical. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm just like, fuck, like you, okay, you like that. You like doing that. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's just, they, they're teases, man. <laughs> Alludium is a three piece tease piece. <laughs> you can hashtag that on okay. this episode. I will. I will. Three piece tease piece. <laughs> yeah. Re- really like that. The, I like the drums, how there's the constant the constant kick. And I always love, in a driving beat like that, mm-hmm. the kick that comes right after the snare hit. Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah, just really keeps that, that going. Um, like it quite a bit. Okay. 3.27. Oh, we're going straight there. Okay. 3.2, the number of the serpent, nice. which I think she said was seven. Maybe, yeah. This is kind of a frustrating band because like, it had all these elements that I wanted to like more, uh-huh. but it's they have different things in mind, which is fine. Yeah, okay. okay. It's funny. I tried explaining this band to Shuge's girlfriend a uh-huh. few days ago, and like I had real trouble explaining what they were like, what they sounded <laughs> like. And she goes, it sounds like nothing. <laughs> like, not the band, nothing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. She, was, she was like, what you're explaining does, like, sounds like nothing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I kind of. <laughs> um, this, to be honest, early on, this band wanted to, like, make me throw a tantrum like Wilco, just because it felt like homework. And then, like, it 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 started clicking. Um, I just don't know that it'll ever get much higher mm-hmm. like if it'll make more sense or however you want to word it than than it does right now i feel like i'm at a good place with them i i respect them hell of a voice it, it's cool that they're they're doing something pretty specific and um mm-hmm. i don't know whatever obnoxious word like authentic genuine <laughs> you know that you want to use like they're not trying to be anything else yeah you know and and that's awesome i will say that you know, when you're getting into listens six, seven, eight of the playlist and you're you're listening while driving, listening while doing uh while going through your credit card statement at work. Uh <laughs> to find that, out that's when when you spent that money. But like when that is well when things started really gelling for me mm-hmm. for some reason. Mm-hmm. And when I just sat there for seven and a half minutes listening intently, I was just like, Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, mean, I think it just that happens a lot with, with bands. I mean, it's happened for quite a few bands that you've given me where I enjoyed it much more when I wasn't paying that close attention. Exactly. You know? Um, uh, I mean, that was, I, hey, I did the thing that you did, you know? But like, Yesu, I felt like that. Uh, Unrequited, I felt like that. And uh, uh, Mogwai too, even. But yeah, and I kind of love music like that where... Like it's interesting and there's interesting things happening when you do pay attention, but it also makes for really good music to just drive around the fucking drive to Arby's. I, are we both doing that today? <laughs> possibly, possibly. Cause I am <laughs> for sure. Um, I would love to 
to for you to do it with me. <laughs> Get a um, Arby's update later. We can FaceTime each other yeah. in the drive-thru. But um, it's... I think this music is good for the brain because uh-huh. I listen to podcasts very purposefully to not have silence. Mm-hmm. And that is not good. <laughs> Your brain needs time to process mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And when you can zone out to the Yezus, the Eludiums, the Mogwais, what have you, that's when like I can find some calm mm-hmm. and I can start to like finish processing thoughts that I probably started when I was eight years old <laughs> and never really worked through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I do think this music is very good for that. Um, we're into we're into music best ignored. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and also, I'll say this for Illudium, anyone who's going to go out and listen to Illudium, crank it up. The louder you listen to it, the better. Yes, for sure. Agreed. Um, Agreed. I, a few days ago, I got that warning on my Ooh. iPhone that said, uh, hey, uh, based on your uh, <laughs> past week or whatever, you got to turn this shit down, bro. Um, that has so never I happened did. to me before. That's interesting. Never? Oh, yeah. I get it every... Every day. <laughs> every every couple of months or something. Sweet. Well, Dante, I've got a, uh, another band to give you. Yay. <laughs> Which I, I realized when we were talking about the last song on this playlist and had to quickly oh, no. go through... And see what I already had playlists made for. Th- will this be pre-Coheed Decembria? Uh, it will be. This will okay. this will be in November. Do you want to do you want to stay heavy or do you want a different kind of band? Do you want another heavy band or? Um, no. You let, let's let's go light. Okay. Okay. One more question. Do you want to go? In the punk world, or do you want to go in the emo world? Emo, big time. It's uh, tis, tis the season. Okay, tis the season. That means I got to button up this playlist. But uh, we're going with a band that I liked a lot for a few years, and they got really shitty. Not a, not Uh-oh. necessarily as people, but I didn't like the music. Oh, um, 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 fuck, um. The prequel to Reggie and the Full Effect. Uh, no, these kids, these kids are. I did consider here. giving you. You want that band? No, no, you can give me that whatever one's closer you want. to having an actual playlist. It's fine. I don't. I don't mind how much work you have to put in. <laughs> uh fuck. I'm gonna. I'm gonna flip. Totally a, up. I'm totally up to you. Flipping a guitar pick. Okay. Okay. Um. The, the side that says Jen Dunlop is uh, heads. Okay. So which band is going to be? Okay. So yeah, you have to assign. Uh, if, if, uh, if it lands on heads, so if it lands on the Jen, Jim Dunlop side, that's going to be the side of the band that I still enjoy listening to on a semi-regular basis. Okay. Your next band, Dante, is the Get Up Kids. Hey, we did it. We did it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and we're not doing these arms or snakes. We already did them. Oh, we're doing the get up kids. Hey, wait, hold on, hold on. Get up. I'm going to take a screenshot. Okay. The sweater boys. Sweater boys. All right. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. 
most of Dante's opinions about this band were wrong. <laughs> I, I, I can't even no, I can't them. even say that. Dante's thoughts on uh, saying this sounded like anything remotely resembling Jim Morrison is wrong, but everything else he said, okay, fine. Hold 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 on, don't don't go anywhere yet. Okay. Chantel Amundsen, mm-hmm. Jim Morrison. <laughs> Google. Um, where I I need must include Jim. Yes, colored vinyl. Well, I don't know how that helps at all. Where does this include Jim? I said must include Jim. I'm not get. Okay, well, I I might be the only one who's ever made this <laughs> this connection. Then. Yeah. Apologies to Jim Morrison. <laughs> oh, hey, the Dice Man's back. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. Dante looks like one of my kids right now. Like just the head poking up in the zoom screen, like bouncing. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Hi, Dante. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Hi. <laughs> I can't hear him. <laughs> Danny. Danny. Get closer to the mic. <laughs> Danny. This is fun. <laughs> All right. I'm doing the rest of the pod from down here. Okay, okay. Can you take your mic with you? <laughs> <laughs>